one of my biggest musical influences is Tame Impala. I like Tame Impala. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that, but yeah, the biggest musical influence is Tame Impala. He's like right. one of my, I've seen. I go out of my way to see him live. Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show for another episode. We have Cinema Stereo in the green room. Uh, we will bring them on shortly. Hey, Dane, you ready? All right. So we are live. We are going to be streaming on YouTube and Twitch. So folks, call your mammy, your pappy, whoever you need to call and get them in here. Uh, without further ado, we're going to bring Dane. Boom. Hey, hey, what's up? Uh, awesome to have you on. So let's bring Cinema Stereo in and get to know them. We're going to pleasure your ear holes just a little bit, folks. Maybe make them a little bit moist uh, today. And uh, without further ado, here is Cinema Stereo. Hey, All right. How are we doing today? Local Central Florida boys. What's up? We're doing very good. Um, a little tired. We played a show last night, but we're good. Oh, we're did here. you? Nice. We're live. Got some coffee. Where'd you guys play at? Uh, we played a, a local spot called Will's Pub, but um, oh, nice. Will's kind of like an impromptu, like almost like album release show that we we just kind of like last second took, but ended up being like a really good night. So nice, yeah. Nice. And uh, you just had your album release yesterday, uh, mm -hmm. so congrats on that. Um, we've listened to it for a little bit now, so we've uh, had the sneak peek, and definitely a great album. Uh, Dane, what do you get on it? I mean. Hey, I, I, I'm really enjoying the album. Uh, I like the way they're working old school, new school rock into it. Uh, your intros are are mind blowing to me. I like them. It, it reminds me of of uh, uh, kind of like Electric Light Orchestra or something like that, where you guys had some real good intros and then banging it up with some good classic rock. And I, I just I like that that energy. Thank you. It's a huge compliment. I love uh, Jeff Lynn. He's a huge inspiration. Yeah, some, uh, definitely some dirty honeys in there. So. Oh, dirty honey in there. <laughs> so yeah, definitely um, taking it back to the old school uh, classic rock and roll. A little bit of blues in there. Um, mm -hmm. so definitely a phenomenal sound. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, growing up, you obviously you're a new band. Uh, you formed during COVID. Um, you know, what kind of pursued uh, made you pursue uh, making Cinema Stereo? Uh, were you in bands previously, or you know, how did that come about? Um, I think we need to answer those questions. So f I think it was that we always wanted to be in bands, but it was always hard to find people that like the kind of music we like. Mm -hmm. I've known Sebastian for a while, but when we met Luke, he also had the same musical interest, but like different at the same time. Yeah. And it was like, all right, we have like three people. We can definitely like go play shows now. And that's kind of like where it took off. Okay. Yeah, like, you, you always find good music and the people that like the music around you, you know what I mean? That like-minded kind of uh, uh, yeah. meeting ups. Yeah. It's really tough. I mean, honestly, in today's day and age as well, there's so much niche markets and everyone likes something very specific and they want to be in a band that's very specific. <laughs> so it's hard to like, everyone doesn't just want to be in a rock band anymore. It's very right. like all spread across different genres. Yeah, yeah. There's so many sub-genres out there. But yeah. Um, uh, the mashup uh, style is, is starting to make it big, you know, the rap and the, the metal and you know, 
country and yeah well that's like inevitably even kind of happened like with our music is like there's like we have common um influences but we have enough that's much different that it adds like different color and texture like we're not all just into one band and right. sound just like one band and with the sound you can tell because you have so many uh, not so many varieties but definitely rocky bluesy a little bit of pop in there um you know so you, you kind of get it you know throughout the entire album um, Dana, what's your favorite song on there? Uh man, personally, I like ride this thing out. Ride I, this I like, thing out. yeah, I like it's the intro. I, I I like the way you guys come in on it. It it flows throughout the whole song. Lyrics are good with me. I, I I like the whole thing, man. It's it's pretty good. That that's just my personal one, though. That's a good one. That's a good one. What yeah. was the one you were telling me about to uh, to use for the intro? Ride this thing out. Oh, ride this Everybody should like that thing. I like. I mean, it's like I say. It just reminds me of uh, times lost when people took you know time to to bring them into the song and not just you know start off with some lyrics and everything else. You try to get them. You know, that was like that was actually one of the like not like a battle, but like when we were doing these songs, our producer would be like, you want to have a minute long intro? Like people like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like he says like nowadays it's very just like get right into the first verse. Yeah. And yeah. like no solos, mm. like just get right to the, like get as concise as possible. Yeah. I like how you take your time and you illustrate the story. You get, you know, you, you try to change and move with the mood of the music. And I, I enjoy that about you guys. I really do. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I'm going with No One Needs Your Love. Obviously, the um, the first song released on the album. So that is that's my jam. I've been playing that over and over. <laughs> yeah. me so uh, I, I mean, yeah. all the songs are phenomenal, but you know, we all have our favorite on the album. So um, as the band, let's go around. What's your favorite song to play on that album? All right, we'll go start with Sebastian. Oh, I've said it earlier. Ride this thing out. I mean, it's just such a fun riff to play. It's like yeah. I think I'm partially biased just because I love playing it live. <laughs> all right fair enough fair enough i'm gonna go with no more oh yeah that one's oh. my favorite that one's uh right up my alley of where like i love songs that are very grand with big intros and stuff like that uh, yeah i like that one too <laughs> and uh, my my favorite is my favorite to listen to is ride this thing out but my favorite to play is probably better times okay nice okay all right um, so how long did this, uh, the album, how long have you been working on this album for? I mean, really, so I always had like a bunch of like ideas, like cooking. And basically when Luke came in the picture last March, we wanted to play some shows and I had like a minute and a half of all these songs. And I was just like, you know what, let's just like get something together so we can play some shows. And it was kind of like the songs were 75% done and then honed in and and polished through playing live shows and seeing like what translated basically mm -hmm. so the songs have been in the works for a year and a half but they weren't solidified to like the last like six months okay and then obviously okay. the three of you kind of uh collabed on it and put your own little spin and taste yeah because usually like kind of like what happens is like i'll bring like 30 seconds in and like see if it sounds any good like in a band format and if it excites me, then like usually like the band will start like working on it and like finishing it basically. And 
so I have another intro, folks um, watching live. Uh, sorry for the folks listening to the podcast in the future. You won't get to see this, but their stage antics, their presence on the stage, uh, they just, man, this band has it. So uh, we're going to play a little short clip, a little 30-second clip or so, and watch them jam out. And, uh, yeah, Dane's all giggly over there. I, I'm ready. I, I'm telling you, I, it's very few times I've really enjoyed myself, and this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pop this bad boy on for you to pleasure your ear holes just a bit. takes me back to like Aerosmith like yeah straight Aerosmith vibes right there in that video um a lot of bad man I mean yeah like you're you're ready to rock and roll like you're ready to tour you're ready like let, let's get you out there uh, as far as far as stage presence I think you guys have a lot of Greta Van Fleet stage presence uh, got the the classic uh vibe and it's all it's good music and you're trying to get everybody on it and I think that's They've yeah. done very well for themselves, so it's not a bad comparison. Yeah, they are. They are. I the outfits. Like, I need to go shopping with you guys. So, <laughs> I need a new style. So, um, yeah. yeah. What else have you, like, Dane is the guru of uh, finding things. So, what have you found, Dane? So, Sebastian, I hear that you are classically trained. And now, oh, no. did that come into play in the songwriting or the, uh, you know, um, I mean, yeah, like I, I was classically trained for high school. I went to an art school over in Lakeland. So um, I, I definitely think it has influenced my playing for the better. You know, it just makes you more like a, just an evolved musician. So okay. it definitely it definitely helps. Yeah. And Luke, you're kind of an enigma to me. You are have like the smallest fingerprint out of the entire band that I can find. Can you tell me something about you? Because it's driving me crazy that I can't find you. He's <laughs> a ghost. Well, like Sebastian has his classical training. I sort of acquired uh, training in the jazz field. Nice. Nice. So, um, so that that sort of explains the traditional grip because all the guys that I would watch would do that, and it just seems like the way to learn. Yeah, the old so, style. Yeah. yeah, and of course, there's the feels and the you know the you know everything's you know there's a lot of swing to what we play. Do you guys have any improvisation improvisational songs or anything that you could play off each other that is kind of for your uh, uh, live shows only kind of thing well that 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 drum solo that you hear in the wine song was improv yeah. except for the the beginning and the end of it were sort of i knew what i was going to do but as far as that middle point i had no idea nice nice we definitely have a tendency live to like extend the songs like and just keep the ending going on like because yeah. like on an album you might just end it sooner but like live we'll just keep it going 
crazy. It's like a whole like, Pink Floyd vibe. song drum solo, like he doesn't play the same thing live. It'll go a little longer. But I know when it's going to be over by the drum roll. So kind of stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, Donnie, but in my opinion, that's the best kinds of bands. You go right. to see the good songs, what you hear on this on the CD or the, or the records now, or the streaming, and they open you up to the way that they play live. And that really, to me at least, gets you to to enjoy the band that much more. Yeah, absolutely. And they vibe off of the crowd or the crowd vibes off of them. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, it has that 360 um, aspect of it where they, you know, everyone's vibing. Um, you know, so as far as cinema stereo, uh, do you guys have merch, anything that we can support? And I ask this because uh, one t-shirt is the equivalent of uh, almost 6,500 streams. Um, so how could we support Cinema Stereo? Do you have uh, merch? Do you have CDs? Anything like that? The band can Tickets. purchase? Or not the band can purchase? We do have merch, and we'll be launching our online merch store probably sometime this week. We have okay. a bunch of new stuff that's going along with the album. We're just kind of waiting for all of the stuff that goes thematically with the album to be launched at the same time. Okay. Versus like being like, here's one thing, here's one thing, here's one thing. So the whole merch store will be flooded online probably sometime next week, and it will be populated on our website. Okay, and uh, for the fans listening in the future on the podcast, what is the website? Um, it's www.cinemastereo.us. All right, there you go, folks. So definitely make sure you go out and support the band. Uh, show them some love. Pick up a shirt. Um, they are local to us, so uh, next show you'll be man. seeing me. Um, Dane is a little further away. but uh, I'm in Tampa. <laughs> I'm down here by you, Bo. <laughs> so anytime you guys come this way, please let me know, and I will be there. Yeah, no, right. I have, uh, I'm going to send you after the show, I'm going to send you a uh, battle of the big stage um, just to get your sound out there. I think it, you guys would vibe super well. Um, and Dane, I don't know if you're aware of this. You and I haven't really talked about it, but uh, battle for the big stage. It's on Twitch. It's through Danny Wimmer presents um, the space zebra show, that space zebra show. And uh, every month they do a bracket and, you know, it's head to head. The bands play, the fans vote. If you get a yes, obviously you move to the next bracket. Um, if you don't get voted, um, you get kicked out, and then you have to resubmit for the next bracket. Um, okay. So it's like a March Madness style bracket into the final, you know, four. Uh, the final four play live, and then the fans vote. And if they uh, get selected, they go in and get to play one of the, you know, main festivals. A lot of that's, that's a classic battle of the bands right there. That sounds fun. So. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that information. I, I, you guys have such a unique sound. I think uh, people will definitely pick up on you and love you. So. Yeah. Down for anything. <laughs> All right, Dane. You're the, you're the magic man. What else you got? I'm terrified of what he knows about me. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, besides you being a host at Hard Rock and going to the same college as my sister at UCF. All right. I couldn't really find much about you as well. Uh, yeah. I made Patriot High School. I did, uh, yeah, in Virginia. In Virginia, yeah, and which is down by where my family lives, but nobody really knew who you were, who your family was. I asked. Dan's <laughs> <laughs> going way out there, like super sleuth. Hey, hey, I, I got to get a thread somehow, you know, and I got to keep pulling until I find it. But. Like, hey, have you heard of this? Uh, this family around here in Virginia. Yeah. You heard of Raha? Anybody heard of Raha over there? We might have to put a on How do you say your last name, too? I know I'm butchering it. Uh, it's My name's Ian Reha. Reha. See, I thought I had it right. 
I say Raha. <laughs> yeah, it's just like if you say it how it looks like you just Reha. Reha, yeah. I don't know why I try to put my own dumb flair on it. But and where does that arrive from? I don't know. Certainly not Virginia. I think so. I had fried bread on my sandwich or something. That's why. It's, it's the way my brain works, you know. I, I had two bowls this morning, so I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, you do have the, a common name with a lot of other people. Now, was it Fredericksburg, Virginia, that you were from? So uh, I have a common name as a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot more people named Ian Reha than you would think. No, there is not. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. Unless I'll there's other a bunch of aliases. I, I mean, we got uh, we got some guy in Claremont, uh, another guy in Ohio. We got a few people in Florida, none of which are you, because I had to find you. <laughs> so, folks, uh, the moral of the story is some of the Oscars out there. If I'm telling need, you. If you need uh, anyone looked up, um, Dane is the man. Uh, so reach out to Dane. Dane will get you hooked up with any information you need, apparently. So. Yeah. But <laughs> other than that, I mean, Central Florida, uh, as far as I can tell, do you have a bachelor's in business administration? Um, my father does. Is your dad Ian as well? Senior? My dad's, well, my name's Ian Mark Reha, and his name's Mark Reha. So, yeah, no, this isn't him. So if you don't have a bachelor's, it's another guy that lives in Orlando, went to UCF, and has a bachelor's. That's not, not, that's, that's, that's <laughs> not possible. I'm, I'm telling you. Lesson here, folks. Yeah. Um, you're learning about family you didn't, you didn't know you had. So I know, yeah. There's only five people with my last name like in the United States, but apparently there's a lot of people in the last name. I, more, than, more than I thought, that's for damn sure. <laughs> there's more Rehas than there are Smiths in Orlando, apparently. So where, like, Reha is, is, where does that derive from? Is that? Uh, it's uh, it's Polish. Polish, okay. All right. I got a little Polish in me, a little Polish and Irish, but. Uh, yeah, I'm right. like mostly Irish and Polish, Slovenian. Okay. Well, I'm Cubish. I'm Cuban-Irish. Cubish. <laughs> <laughs> So, we have both sides are crazy with you. So, oh yeah, get the Latin. And so I get like to answer the question. I was uh, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, and then oh, get out of here. That's where I was born. Nice. Yeah. So I was born in well, I was born in Sterling Heights, Michigan, and then I moved down to Virginia for eighteen years, and then I moved here um, to attend college at UCF. Okay. All right. And Detroit right. is a big uh, Motown city, so. Um, yeah, I got to grow up with uh, a bunch of Motown and, you know, that old style of music. So yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, Detroit's a dump now, unless you go into the, the main city. Uh, you know, not the main city. Still the, birth, still the birthplace of classic rock and classic cars. So, right. you know, so can't shit on them too hard. <laughs> Bob Seger and Ted Nugent. And Ted Nugent, yeah. Motor Ted City Nugent. Mayhem. Uh, Ted Nugent. Well, I just saw Wheeler Walker uh, Jr. last night at the plaza. Uh, Ted Nugent, um, I saw is going to be playing there. So I remember jamming out to Ted Nugent uh, with my dad. And uh, yeah, so I may definitely have to go see that just to relive uh, some old school memories um, of when you could drink a can of beer and steal your parents' cigarettes and not get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, uh, what's the future for Cinema Stereo? You just dropped this album. Uh, obviously, you want to get that album out there. Uh, play some shows. Uh, do you guys have uh, any tours coming up? Any uh, you know shows and 
East Coast, West Coast? What's going on? Do, so we have a couple tours in the works that will be either confirmed and then somewhat like sometime coming in the near future, we'll be confirming them. Okay. But yeah. So we'll have a few fall tours going on. Um, we're gonna have a couple music videos coming out and then um, probably be back in the studio in the mm, October, November time. to like get some winter music out. All right. Yeah. Let us know, man. We do what we can to promote you. We'll put you up, you know, try to get you out there as much as we can. And please let me know when you come to town so I can come and see you guys. <laughs> hey, I will. We play Tampa like quite often, actually. Nice. All right. Now I got shit to do. <laughs> so even if they don't play in Tampa, play in Tampa, it's an hour, Dane. They wanna? I'm saying even if they don't play in Tampa, it's only an hour to come up here. Uh, yeah, but I mean. Orlando's got some good venues. That That's true. That's true. You guys have really good venues. The Hard Rock up there is a really nice venue. Uh, last night was the first time I was at the Plaza, and it, it was actually a nice, nice venue. Um, I think yeah, it was an old school theater at one point because, you know, the floor kind of raises, you know, all the way to the back. So even yeah. standing in the back, you got a perfect shot of the stage. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely a unique venue there. Um, pretty big stage. So, yeah. Maybe we can get the boys to rock out there and get a little yeah, that'd be nice. local, <laughs> bands, local bands to do like a local. And that's something I've been thinking about lately, actually, is um, you know, we have so many uh, like, you know, not festivals, but, um, you know, uh, vintage markets and, and different things like that. I want to do like a locals, maybe at like one of the um, breweries or uh, one of the brewery, you know, brew pubs in town, do like a, you know, a six band six local bands you know like festival for the day i think that'd be pretty cool yeah i'm right there with you on that one i don't see you you know we should get something like that together get a petition go some shit yeah. so, I mean. <laughs> work you know work some magic and, and see what we can get going for uh not only cinema stereo but there's so many local uh bands there's so there's so much local talent out there and yeah. watching the show now it's it's you know crazy to see how much is really out there that's undiscovered so. Yeah, if you can't find music that you do like nowadays, you're not looking at all. I mean, there's there's something for everybody, and I think you guys paint a very broad swatch on a lot of different people's enjoyment as far as what they enjoy listening to and feeling and hearing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I hope you guys go far with this, man. I really do. I, you have a a, a unique sound that I, I listen to a lot of classical classic rock and everything. And it, it's like I said, I haven't really heard anything. I mean, maybe super tramp is kind of, you know, kind of, you know, coming through it, but that's the closest I, I can think of that comes in comparison. I think. Yeah. I think that's like a good thing is like, I mean, even like we'd be in the studio with our producer and he would be like, I, He's like, I feel like I know like what this is, but I have no idea what this is. Like, he's like, I, I know I have like nowhere. Like, he's like, it's being pulled, and I cannot tell like what's like where it's all coming from. So it's kind of good that no one can really put their finger on it. And kind of like the funniest thing is, is that most comparisons we get are bands we've never like actually deep dive into. Like, way off, like, and they'll be like, oh, I knew you guys are exactly like this band, and I'm like, all right. Like, yeah, I don't like that exactly like thing, but sounds like works with me because right. you know everybody's got their own flavor. And yeah, nothing sucks more than like, hey, you sound like Aerosmith. No, <laughs> we're influenced. We have our own sound, 
that. What a curse. Yeah. Imagine sounding just like Aerosmith. That'd be such a curse. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Selling that. millions of records being around for fucking six decades. That would be terrible. The, the best-selling American rock and roll band. <laughs> That's no shit. So, uh, my favorite band's Nickelback. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I think they get too. I, I think they get more hate than they than they. I'm not like some huge fan, but like I think they, that they're fans that are much, much yeah. more deserving of hate. I, I'm I'm with you there. I'm with you. There. Nickelback, you know, you kind of you know get to it if you're. Hey, you we got nothing else to listen to. Like but eighty million records or something. They sold some I, crazy I, amount of records. Look, there's there's Christian bands that sell that many because they get the what is it the mirth and and all this they're on the christian market so they they get those 80 million records out the bat with all the people that are here and across the the nation and everything but they sound like shit to me they don't have any substance to them they just say god and jesus a couple times and everybody buys their shit uh, <laughs> yeah, bands out there that tour um so like pod they're christian um the killers so did you know the killers were a christian band no, yeah, no, no way. That's crazy. Check them out. They're a Christian band. They're the most successful Christian band ever, but they're still a Christian. They're, they're lying. They, they said that after the fact. Right? Uh, I, what that Listen to their music and their songs more, and you're going to go, holy shit. The more yeah, you listen to it, the more it, it, it sticks. Yeah, and, and and I'm with you, Dane. After I like started reading the lyrics, I'm like, huh, okay. Yeah, I see where it, it makes sense that like a Christian band be like, we're called the Killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, everybody got their stick. So, what is one thing that you would want the fans to know about Cinema Stereo, or each of you personally, that Dane has not obviously um, already dug up? So, yeah. Ooh, that's kind of tough. Who wants to go? Can, for can we get? One? Yeah, can we get one from each? Yeah, that way we individual perspectives, like. Some about you or the band that I haven't or nobody really knows about. Well, then I think it should be you or me. Well, Luke, you go first if you got something. Well, why? I feel like this would be so easy. It's like really to ask you. It's like, well, you did your research, man. So, like, this is hard. <laughs> hey. well, okay, okay. Let's break it down. You want something musically that no one knows about us, or yeah, yeah. dealer's yeah. choice, Bubba? Yeah. All right. I'll just give a fun. We'll give a fun, like, um, like a band that we're super into that might not come through in the music. Like, there we go. I'll take that one. So, one of my biggest musical influences is Tame Impala. I'd like Tame Impala. Like, I wouldn't have guessed that, but yeah, the biggest musical influence is Tame Impala. He's like right. one of my, I've seen, I go out of my way to see him live, really. And then on the strokes as well, I like oh, the strokes, yeah, yeah definitely bangers. Um, you know, kind of dark horse, uh, musical influences. Um, I don't know if mine are like dark horse. Well, you see, like ABBA, I love ABBA, ah, yeah, ABBA. ABBA's ABBA's sick, yeah, awesome. I don't know. There's a lot of bands in there. Who? What, what band sings? Um, oh, it's Men at Work, I think. Uh, no, that's Toto. Down, down, down in Africa. No, that's Toto. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can name a bunch of jazz. Yeah. Like I've been. You already said you were influenced by jazz. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta that's go. That's not Dark Horse. Like I was gonna say, I'm influenced by blues. You really, you really like that song at the end of the Breakfast Club. 
He loves about me. Yeah, anything made like in 1982 is just that's his bread and butter. Oh, oh man, like, I got a playlist like, for you that'll blow your mind. Then the man. most like <laughs> like cheesy synth sounds. Have you have you heard of Oingo Boingo? Yes. Yeah. All right, you gotta get in there a little bit. Um, oh man, that's another good one from back in the day. Uh, I'm I'm still sticking with Pantera. Who who sang that song in the city? It was in the Warriors, the movie The Warriors. Uh, I wish I knew. That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, but you got the Ramones, Steve Miller Band. I mean, Prince, of course, ran the '80s. But one that I like, nobody really talks about: Jefferson Starship. Oh, they because kind of, well, because they couldn't figure out what they wanted to call themselves. Yeah, Jefferson airplane Jefferson Starship and Starship. So nobody knew what band they're listening to. That's right. Uh, valid point, but uh, it's all about they're really cool. Marketing. Back in, like that whole scene, like the northern, like the San Francisco psychedelic scene, oh, like yeah. the late '60s, it was so cool. I love the hate Ashbury area and learning about everything and how Janis Joplin and. Uh, 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 the Grateful Dead and everybody live. They were they're living right next to each other and running uh, acid tests out of there on school buses to the people around and everything. I mean, it, it's just it's crazy that the, the hate Ashbury area. No idea about that stuff. So like, I was watching like a Rolling Stones like documentary about when they tried to throw like their own Woodstock in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah, and I had no idea like that was like the amount of violence. Like the Hell's Angels would just show up. And just cause like mayhem. Well, and there's nothing you could do. Yeah, they didn't have. A, it was something to do at the Rolling Stones concert. It really came to a head where yeah, because like they got them as security guards. And they yeah, they hired them as security. Right. <laughs> yeah, and they came in and just just tossing people. They're like murdering people. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the last time I hired uh, security. So. <laughs> yeah, because it was like I think the story goes that like the Stones were like, oh, we're gonna throw our own Woodstock and we're gonna headline it, and it just turned into being a disaster. Yep. Right. Yep. And they hired they hired the the Hell's Angels to do security for them, and then the people at the front gate got pissed off that they were charging for the tickets because uh, they said that they were playing a free show. So then when people started just jumping the fence and going, well, it's, they said it was a free show, whatever. That's when the Hells Angels started busting heads a little bit. And I believe somebody got shot. And that's why. Yeah, there was like a guy that pulled a gun and tried to shoot like at the stage or some shit. Right, right. And they ended up they ended up beating that dude to death. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to fuck with that. That is like, that was like, it was like wild. Like we're, we just saw Paul McCartney a few weeks ago. And like. <sighs> I was just thinking about like all the stuff these guys have seen. So like Mick Jagger, you see this guy like almost get shot in like 1969 and he's still touring. Yeah. Like if anyone pulled a gun and shot at me on stage, I probably wouldn't be doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, man. Man, Screw well, this. If it's something you love, you'll take a bullet in the ass to keep going. <laughs> Even at Festin, um, uh, it was Las Vegas. It was the country festival uh, where the guy was shooting out of the hotel up top. Yeah, but that's that's 70, 700 people and shit. Yeah. Like that, that thing is crazy. So, yeah. like, Jason Aldean took a lot of time off to, I mean, that totally mind fucked him, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, crazy shit like that. It's just know? insane because, like, music is, like, everyone, everyone universally enjoys music in some way. So, it's, like, why would you want to, like, cause, like, mm -hmm. chaos or violence at, like, 
uh, a joyous event. Yeah. It's, the great, uh, it's the great equalizer among humanity is music. No matter if you can't speak it or not, everybody can still bob their head and relate to it some way without there having to be a word in it. Well, that's the craziest thing is you see people like bands go to countries where they don't speak English and they know all the words, but they only know the words to the song. Yeah. Like they know only yeah. the English that's in the song. Yeah. And when people try to learn English, they listen to the songs and they know how to pronounce uh, phrases and, and, and different words because of music. So, I mean, yeah, I, like, I think there's nothing better. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, because words have meaning, but it's like I think humans like it's more like the melody, the rhythm, like the way it's mm -hmm. all flowing together is like what gets people going more is like yep. they're not like straight listening to the, the lyrics. They're like listening to like the way that it sounds and makes them feel right. Right. And how that affects them and maybe how they relate to it. And yeah. I mean, that's as far as me, that's how I get excited about bands and songs. It's something will click with me or relate to me. And it'll be the first thing I'll do is, hey, man, have you heard these guys? Have you listened to this? Like, tell me what this sounds like. So, yeah, I don't think it's the same for you. It's also like I feel like I can tell if I'm going to like the song in the first 30 seconds. Yep. Yep. Like. You got it. It's like you got to reel me in somehow in the first 30 seconds. And that's what your intros do for me. <laughs> I tell you, everyone, it just that's why I like it. What I what I find interesting, we're talking about, you know, U.S. bands touring overseas. And when these bands come to the U.S. and they sing, you don't get the accent. It's super weird for me sometimes. You'll get the band. You're like They'll talk, have the accent. They start singing like the accent goes away. I don't know. It's just something I can't fathom. I think it's I think it's because like vowel placements and things that you like learn singing are easier. There's a ways to make singing easier by opening vowels and things like that. So people start to universally kind of sing the like I guess like almost not like least resistance, but they kind of sing like a similar style and influences as well. Like, you know, your influence might be from another country, but you've listened to them so many times that you start to emulate the way they sing in like some ways. Yeah. And uh, I see you got a new uh, decor back there, Mr. Bob Marley. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Al Green painted that. I didn't know who Al Green is. Al Green? Al Green? Yeah. Uh, I am so in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. He painted that and uh, it was up in a restaurant here in town. And the guy was the restaurant shut down and he was throwing that out. I go, hey man, you mind if I take that? He's like, Yeah, go ahead, man. Well, as long as you didn't steal it. No, no. He said he paid twelve hundred dollars for it too. I'm like, Well, that sucks. That's good piece. Yeah. Like, like, what? what? I wheeled oh up God. on him. He was gonna throw it away. I'm so jealous. <laughs> and, and I got I found badass marvel picture with like everybody in it that i had in the attic from the Whoa. 80s and shit yeah it's it's a pretty good picture though so, you know i don't even want to grab it it's so big right I, I can see it in my mind and it's beautiful you know what i got you dane's like hang on add he's like you shut up get it. <laughs> we're both uh kind of big on the heart obviously Get behind my do it. That is a lot bigger than it. I think it's a musician thing. I mean, literally, like I feel like all of our walls look just like yours behind you. It's just a bunch of stuff. Oh, mine is. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, that is it literally does have everybody. Yeah, that is so cool. 
Yeah, it's super big, Dane. I didn't realize how big it was. Uh, okay. You know. <laughs> All right, so we are at about that time. Uh, we're going to wrap up, folks. So I hope we pleasure the ear holes just a little bit. Ooh, that was heavier than I thought. God damn. <laughs> on the show. They are uh, Orlando-based band, so definitely check them out. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, anywhere you listen to your music. Always keep in mind, uh, supporting the band, buying their album uh, helps them a lot more than streaming the album. And uh, any final uh, words from Cinema Stereo? Yeah. Um, come out and see us. Thank you. <laughs> all right, come out and see it. Well, first of all, make sure you um, give our record a listen. Straight's available on all major platforms. Um, I would strongly encourage you to give each song a chance because I really do believe that each song offers something different. And I think there's something for everybody on it. And uh, you'll see, like, in the future that we're always constantly changing. And there's no, like, conscious effort to change. It's just we get influenced by different things. So, like, the already the next eight to ten songs we have are going to be different. So there's always going to be something exciting to latch onto and different. And I think it's going to become, like, a uh, a debate people will have where they're going to be like, I liked the cinema of this sound. I like the cinema of this sound. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, what's going to end up being the uh, the trend. Well, I'm just going to say this. Uh, if you listen to them and you don't like them, you're wrong. So we're just throwing that out there. So <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to listen, uh, support the band, uh, see if there's any local shows in the area, attend, um, you know, listen, like support the band. That's it. Uh, I would like to end the show uh, on a positive, well, positive note. Um, folks, it is okay not to feel okay. Um, if you need help, reach out uh, 1-800-273-8255 or text GO to 741-741. Always remember that you matter, and uh, if you are having a rough time, uh, go ahead and reach out. Um, hope we pleasured your rolls just a little bit. Uh, any final departing words, Dane? Any uh, Anything else? No way. Good luck, guys. Rock on. Keep it coming. All right. Will do. Thank you. Definitely. We just released the record. I'm ready to roll in the next one. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, remember, keep it sloppy, and we'll see you next time. See you. See you.